Clattenburg. This is another duet. <laughs> yes, it is. Josh is getting a hot rub down. I guess you do. That's what they do. I think that's what they do. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just me and Nick tonight. So, uh, we'll see how long we can carry this on because I didn't watch too much. I didn't read anything. <laughs> but uh, we could probably go on for a little while. I think we can uh, I think we could stretch it out. Yeah. We might be able to. Yeah. If not, yeah, Fing- fingers crossed. He's a free, so if not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if not, you'll listen for however long we want to make you listen. <laughs> yeah, consider it a punishment to have to listen at all. Uh, it's true. It is. Right. So, uh, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I watched a few things this week. Um, one that I watched was the Super Bowl. Oh yes, I mean that that, that that is a thing that we we do have to talk about. Yeah, we do have to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Although at least that was one of us. <laughs> I will admit it. I will say this, even though I am a Patriots fan, we played like shit. Oh, the defense played like shit. That they did. Tom Brady had a fucking all time game. Oh yeah. Threw for like fucking five hundred and fifty yards or some shit. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, but the defense definitely played like shit. Yeah, they were unbelievably bad. The, Eagles only punted like twice the entire game. Yeah. It was nuts. Um, um, but we'll get off that topic. Nick Foles played amazingly too. He did. Yeah. You know, I, will, be, I will. It's going to be interesting to see next year what the deal is with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz coming back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if they're going to trade one of them. I assume, like, I feel like. I feel Foles is going to stay. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to sign him for an extension. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting because Carson Wentz he's the one who like if it wasn't for him at the beginning of the season they might not have even made the playoffs anyway. That is very true. So it's weird. I don't know. We'll see what they do. Um, but getting off. Well, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up because I have a note of it. Okay. Uh, for from what happened after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, the Vince Lombardi Trophy was being presented to the Philadelphia Eagles. I didn't see this, but I heard about it. I yes. Heard about and it. a <laughs> a drunk Kevin Hart. <laughs> Was trying to make his way onto the platform yeah. and was stopped yeah. by whoever was working for the NFL. Yeah. Like, completely blockaded him yeah. from even attempting to, like, get to the stage. Yeah. And he was just trying to explain, you know, that he was, I'm a, I'm a Philly fan. He's <laughs> my team. You know, and they were, the guy was just like, "That's nice." Did he say the fuck word live on TV at some point? I think he did. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I didn't get the chance to actually watch the whole footage. Yeah. Uh, but there was a like a point where most of the Eagles players were trying to get on to like the podium, and they were right. just pushing Kevin Hart out of the way. Fucking like little five foot one dude. Yeah, a little rag doll of a man just getting tumbled around by these behemoths. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised he didn't pull, like, if he got on the mic, he probably would just pull the book of tea. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> A mean gene book of tea interaction. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but this did happen during the Super Bowl, and it's something that I did watch after it. Okay. Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, you watched it? I did. Okay. Um, it was horrible. That's what I heard. It was <laughs> fucking horrible. Just so like, I don't heard, understand. Have you seen all, have you seen the I've seen all of them. Have you seen 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yes. Okay. Um, I've never seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, but I know all about it, and I heard it was, it's supposed to be good. It's it's good. Yeah. I won't deny it. It's definitely not the first. Right, yeah. Cloverfield in general was great. Yeah. Um, this supposedly explains how the monster came to our world. Okay. And it's the fact that they have... All of our energy sources have been depleted. Mm-hmm. So they go up into space and they have this kind of like fusion reactor that once it's stable, will have consistent energy all the time. Okay. And pretty much what happens is the, the plan backfires and Break they... the hole in the space-time continuum. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Exactly. That's like some shitty sci-fi movie bullshit. Yep. So they ripped a hole in the time of space, yeah. and they ended up on what would be Earth Two. Okay. Oh shit. Really? Yes. So so we're having a DC moment. Wow. And uh, you know, 
J.J. Abrams sucks, man. He's fucking this <laughs> up, man. <laughs> Wait, did he, he, J.J. Abrams did this one too? I think he was a part of it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is like his whole, like, his That's his baby. World, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they like rip a hole in space. They end up in Earth 2. It's showing video of... The Flash. <laughs> fighting Killer Frost. <laughs> and, uh, Vibe. And Vibe showing up <laughs> and, uh... The Legion of Doom was there. <laughs> but um, they see on like what looks like a newscast of their ship that they were in crashed into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of at that point where I was like, okay, they're on a different Earth. Before they even said anything, I was like, they're in a different, pretty much paradox or a parallel timeline. And... You know, some of the, like, the one of the main characters, she lost her children in some sort of, could be accident, could be, I don't know. They didn't really explain too much. Aggressive pedophile. It could be. Yeah. You know, aggressive pedophilia. <laughs> and uh, so she sees these, like, home videos of her children that are still alive. And she pretty much wants to stay behind on that earth so she can be with her, you know, now dead kids or right. whatever. Yeah. But a second version of her is still alive. Okay. So it's just this twisted butterfly effect. This bitch is trying to live in Flashpoint. Yeah. It's a, it's like, it's a mix between Earth 2, yeah. Flashpoint, butterfly effect, um, I don't know, Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. You know, it's like all these things smashed into one and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So where... In, like in respect to uh, the first Cloverfield movie, okay, this take place after that. This takes place. So like, does Cloverfield, the original Cloverfield, take place on a regular Earth, and then that takes place on our Earth? Okay. So what happened was, I guess, apparently through that rip in space, yeah. some sort of monster or several monsters have made their way to our Earth. So is this new one a prequel? Kind of, sorta. Okay. So this, like, the, what this new one did, like. Ripping the hole in space and time. Yes. Let the monster onto Earth One. Yes. That were in Cloverfield One. Yes. Okay. And there, there was a video I watched on YouTube after this where it kind of explains everything that was going on and how everything was tied in, and I was still fucking lost. Yeah. You know, they were saying like pretty much in order of it, how it would go would be Paradox, Cloverfield Paradox, Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. And they're supposedly already done filming Cloverfield Four. Read, yes. Yeah, and that one's going to be released in theaters. That's not going to be go straight to Netflix. Yeah. But it was just such a, a a twist of like, you know, things going on and references to companies that were in Cloverfield 1 and I don't say Cloverfield 1, but just Cloverfield. Yeah. But um you know, references that were in Cloverfield 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um just things back and forth. Sounds like they might have gotten way too up their own asses with their own Cloverfield lore. Yes. Yeah. And like, and I'm, I know I might be spoiling it for people that haven't watched it, and I don't even know if you're gonna fucking watch it. Not anytime soon. I still haven't seen Clo- Ten Cloverfield. Uh, okay. Lane, and I know that one's good. At like the very end, there's like two of them that make it back to through our time. Yeah. And they're back on Earth yep. or coming back towards Earth, and then out of the clouds you see the Cloverfield monster appear. So I don't know how big this fucking monster is because if you're in the atmosphere and that thing's coming out through the clouds, right? I don't That's know. Big. That's big. He's like fucking thirty thousand feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't. I don't really know. It just seemed very poorly executed. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I think they're too far up their own ass yeah. with their own lore yeah. to be like, okay, space monster, yeah. tax New York. Yeah. What are we gonna do now? Is like maybe they could have like maybe this movie would have played better if like all the crazy lore that they seem to have put into this movie was in some of the other movies. And yes. Just have references to those movies, but nothing was ever explained in those. So they tried to explain three movies worth of like bullshit story stuff in one movie. Yes. That'd be too complicated. And that's what it was. Like everything was just too back and forth. Like I was like, what is this character and what does this storyline yeah. have to do with Cloverfield? Right. With this monster. On Earth, okay, you're on Earth 2. Why is it on Earth 1 then? Right. There was no explanation to the Why fact... Why does it even exist on Earth 2? What, exactly. Yeah. Why Is is Earth 2 just riddled with these yeah. monsters? Yeah, no Where'd they come from? Where'd they come from? Yeah. 
and there was just no real explanation and I finished watching it and I was severely let down. Yeah. I thought this was going to be something where it was like, yes, this is the explanation. Right. This is the, you know, the, the triumvirate to finishing this. Yeah. And then I hear that they're making a fourth and it was just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have, they're going to like try and bring it all back together in four. Yeah. This is just going to be a horrible lineage of movies now yeah. that I feel that they're just going to progressively get worse and worse and you're going to get less and less more well-known people yeah, yeah. throughout this movie. It's just evolve into Sharknados. Pretty much. With it's a bunch of B, old B-movie stars. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I loved their delivery. Yeah. Where they show a clip during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's immediately released yeah, right after the Super really Bowl. Cool that Nobody knew anything about it. Right. So I was kind of like, all right, th- that's kind of cool. Yeah. And to me, that would have been a great way of ending it. Yeah. You know, it was a surprise drop. Everyone gets to see it. Everything's going to be great. End of story. Yeah. Now this is going to be a fourth. Uh, I don't really know if there's going to be a fifth. I sure as fucking shit hope not. Unless they really, unless uh, JJ really brings that shit back around. We'll see. Yeah. You know, but um, after watching that, uh, I started uh, Westworld. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I do. I like it a lot. Everybody does. A lot of plot twists yeah. in it. I think I'm only like maybe six episodes in. Yep. And it's a lot of just... I think maybe Josh might have mentioned it before. It's a lot of guessing. You're like, who's who's a robot? I feel like uh, Brian talked about it when it was he, I be- on. I believe he did as well. Yeah. But a lot of it going back and forth is like, who who's, is this guy a robot? Right. Why does this guy have so much mystery behind him? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I don't really have too, too much to talk about because yeah. I haven't made it to the end yet. Right. But um, I'll definitely have more for next week. Okay. Uh, I started Altered Carbon. I did too, but barely. Like, I'm, I only was able to watch half of the first episode. I think I watched maybe two episodes or three right. episodes. Because we, we started it on Saturday night, I think. Started the first episode. Okay. And then like 20 minutes in. Megan fell asleep on the couch, so I was like, well, I don't want to just watch this shit by myself, so I turned it off, so that way I wouldn't be, like, super far ahead. Exactly. But I got to the point in the first episode, basically, where Rick Flagg gets brought into the, <laughs> to the rich guy's... Uh, like, I, don't, I don't fucking care what his movie name is. It's yeah, Rick Flagg. Yeah, he gets brought into... Uh, Takeshi has a name, right? I think he has a Japanese name. Um, I, I still... Like, that. that's the part that just keeps screwing me up. Yeah. Is the fact that it's a uh, it's a Japanese man and yeah. like a six foot five white dude's body. Yeah. So I get to the part where he's in the uh, the rich dude's uh, um, like library. Yes. To him, and he explains how what he wants him to do, find out who murdered him, and like how he's able to come back after getting his cortical stack destroyed uh, by like having backups and whoever killed him tried to hack his backup so that he couldn't come back. Yes. And that's pretty much like right when he explained all that shit. That's pretty much right where I turned it off. So I don't yeah. Know anything after that? I yeah. want to get back into it though because even like that setup where they reveal what the big like mystery of the whole show is gonna be makes me want to find out what the fuck happens. Like I said, I think I might be like two or three episodes in. It's pretty pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know I. I didn't know anything about it until you guys explained it, right. and is it's amazing. Yeah. One visual graphics alone are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Even just like the op- just the opening when he's looking out the window, and yes, you see the big city. It looks so like Blade Runner. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. Uh, even even the fighting, watch. the fighting yeah. is so well choreographed. Yeah. I'm gonna see too much, just like that opening scene where he dies initially. Yes, uh, but, but a lot of the, even even the gun fighting, yeah, is yeah. amazing. Shooting through the walls and just fucking blasting the dudes through the wall. Oh yeah. I loved. I do love how they explained about the stack. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know how you could be shot anywhere else except for the head or yeah. the neck area. Yeah, the head with an energy weapon, or like yes. the back of the neck where it would blow out your. Yes. Stack. And um, yeah, I I did. I I liked the fact that they explained that, and it wasn't one of those things that you were just like, okay, what's a stack? Right. Yeah. You know, if you weren't well, go. You weren't going into it wondering what was going on. Yeah, their whole delivery of the dude getting out of like the storage thing or whatever. Yes. And like getting put back in the body, and then they have their little orientation there is like a great way to explain to set up the world to the audience watching the movie, but also still make sense storyline wise. The thing that kind of really like threw me for a loop was um, in the first episode. It was like right after he got released, and he was already like fully clothed and everything. 
and it was the seven-year-old girl that was in like a 30-something-year-old woman's body. And she was just like, mom, mommy? Yeah. You know, and they were like, what the hell is this? She was seven. And one of the guys was like, hey, take what you can get. Some people suck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty fun. It was. Uh, what else did I watch? Uh, I'm still continuing on with Supernatural. Okay. I think I'm like halfway through the third season. That's just kind of like background noise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's on. Something I'll keep. Familiar that you put on while you're doing something else. Yeah, it's like, you know, when I'm either like drawing or, um, you know, when I'm doing like a tattoo at the studio, you know, I'll just kind of throw it on for clients to watch or right, something. Because yeah. it's just, it's continuous. You know, you right. got like 13 seasons. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things that you could just be like, play. Yeah. And just go. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people kind of get into the the whole monsters and myths and yeah. a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, I feel it's going to definitely take that religious twist soon. I think season yeah. four was the religious twist. Yeah, I don't even remember at this point. Um, didn't watch any Unsolved Mysteries this week. Oh, damn. <laughs> but I did watch Chill with Bob Ross. Chill with Bob Ross? Yes, it's on Netflix. Okay. And it's just the, any other fucking Bob Ross show, him painting. Okay. But it's called Chill with Bob Ross. So they just Pretty much, and it's just you get incredibly big. Was it called The Joy of Painting? Was that his original That was the original one. And then there was other ones that they just kept rebranding it over and over. But you just, you get really fucking stoned and watch him paint. I guess so. Holy shit, those bushes look heavy. Oh, man. But otherwise, that was pretty much it for me. All right. Um, I watched a new show that confused me. The show itself didn't confuse me. Okay. The release of the show confused me. Uh, Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> yes. No, it's called AP. It's called AP Bio. I heard about this. It is starring uh, Glenn Howard and who yes. was Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Which he was horrible in that coffee movie. I loved it. It was a piece of shit. There was a retarded guy in it who called another guy a retard. Perfect movie. How can you say it? That's <laughs> the only thing. That's the only thing you get to argue on. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> that dude had straight up Down syndrome, and he called. He called. Uh, Stevie Janowski from uh, from Eastbound and Down yep. three times, yeah. and then they fought in the parking lot. That's true. It was awesome. Uh, but yeah, anyways, he, he's the star in the show AP Bio, and he is basically playing Dennis. Like it's kind of as like, a teacher. Yeah, he's like a teacher. He, he's kind of like a, a disgraced uh, Harvard teacher that like was supposed to get tenure, but then got passed up for tenure, and he had some kind of freak out, and now he's teaching at some high school in. Ohio, I think. Okay. Um, so like, he's like thinks he's way too good to be there and shit like that. They haven't really explained why exactly he was like banished. A disgrace. Yeah, they don't really. They didn't really explain what happened. So much. I get it. He's a disgraced nuclear physicist. Yeah. This is a prequel to Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> uh, so how did how did Marty hang around with a guy that was like twenty years older than him? That's pedophilia. it's never answered. Yeah, I know. Ask anybody in any movie. They never been. Nope. Comedian John Mulaney said it best. He said they don't even like have a nod towards it where it's like, oh, hey, you remember that time we met in, you know, bio class or right, whatever? Yeah. It's yeah. just they're friends. Yeah, they and that's on, it. They met on oh, yeah. Grinder? <laughs> fuck is Grinder? It's like Tinder, but for gay dudes and only to fuck. You never heard of Grinder before? Dude, dude, can you forward me that? <laughs> yeah. Well, All right, cool. Download that sweet ass app. You're damn right. Those fucking drop, you can drop your GPS location so dudes can just find you and just slam your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he basically plays Dennis, maybe slightly toned down because this isn't on FX; it's on uh, it's on NBC, I think. Okay. But uh, he's still like a self self obsessed, like complete asshole. Thinks he's better than everybody. Uh, he's a philosophy professor, so he's like the most useless of uh, of, of education. <laughs> yeah, of education. <laughs> but like. Um, so yeah, he has this uh, rival uh, for, that got like the position that he says he was supposed to have at Harvard, or maybe it was Stanford. I don't remember. Um, some Ivy League school. So he has this like rival, this British dude. Okay. Like uh, in each episode, he t- he tells the whole class like I'm not teaching you what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be AP Bio. Yeah. Philosophy professor. He's like, yeah, I'm not teaching biology. He's like, you can keep your mouth shut. And just come in here every day, and you'll get an A at the end of the year. You say something, you'll fail. So, like, he just tells all the kids they don't have to do shit. But they, all the kids, like, want to learn because it's an AP class, and they're all nerds and shit like that. So they try to, like, 
get him to teach them biology and shit like that. But he's like, he doesn't let them take any notes or have books. He doesn't like throw all their books away and shit. But just the fact that he's pretty much playing Dennis, the show's pretty fucking hilarious. All right. And uh, Patton Oswalt is the professor. His interaction no with him shit. is uh, the principal, I mean. He's the principal of the school that he's working at now. So his interactions with him are pretty pretty funny. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the weird thing about its release I was talking about is that I think one episode has aired on NBC. But there's three episodes on Hulu. And like, you know on Hulu it says the air date for yeah. when it aired? Uh, I watched episodes two and... We watched episodes one, two, and three. And episodes two and three had air dates from the future. Like, it was middle of February and then late February of the two air dates for those episodes. So I was like, I, I guess they just released the first three episodes early on Hulu or something? Or wow. Either that or the air dates are wrong. I don't know what the fuck happened. But either way, I saw the first three episodes. And uh, I ha- if you like Sonny and you like Dennis on Sonny... Then it's pretty much it's worth a watch. I have a feeling I'm gonna be checking this out. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fucking funny, and it's just it's a like quick twenty minute like half hour show. So, but yeah, it's it's really good. So um, another thing I want to talk about, I didn't watch it personally, but uh, my buddy John got <laughs> back into watching a bunch of old episodes of To Catch a Predator. Which I did not do like a year ago, maybe. I think I feel like I talked about that. I think I remember, I remember us. We I think all of us kind of went on a rant yeah. about To Catch a Predator. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's a good show. It is ridiculously hilarious to me. Notice how there's only white dudes. Yeah. You ever notice that? Yeah. I'm not trying to be racist <laughs> here, but I'm I slightly am. No, it's definitely been black dudes. <laughs> I don't think so. I just feel like they maybe they weren't. There's a, there was a retarded guy one time. Oh yeah, no. Uh, oh yeah. I've hey, seen all. Here, what do you want to do? I just wanted to shave her private. <laughs> so this, I have a clip here that I'm gonna play. That I mean, it'd be better served if you saw it, but still hearing it is still funny enough. All right. This is the best guy that has ever been on Catch a Predator, and it, it is the man without a last name. This is Brian Gosselin, screen name Bay Jones. Hey, come on in, the door's open. He's here to meet a girl who said online she was 15. He lied to her about his age, claiming to be 24. He's really 32. And based on what he had to say online, want to blank my brains out, it's not hard to guess why he's here. I got some wine coolers. Wine coolers are just fine. You weren't kidding when you said a big house. I know, the house is beautiful. I love my house. Yeah. Are you the only child? Yeah. Oh, did you bring did you bring protection? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the only bad news about that is you're probably not gonna need that type of protection tonight. See, I knew this was gonna be a setup. You did? Yeah. How did you know that? Just because of the way she was talking online. Brian, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. You don't have a last name. Ah, so I love that fucking guy. He's so, he's so, he looks like a lizard person. Did you bring protection? <laughs> Did you bring protection? Yeah. He looks so yeah. fucking creepy. And if you, if you look it up and you see his face, it's even creepy. He looks like a lizard person. He has like bleached blonde hair that's all combed forward with tons of gel in it. So it has like perfect comb lines all straight forward with tons of gel. Oh, uh, God. But he's just ridiculous looking. But that was always my favorite episode because he's so creepy. And then when Chris Hansen shows up, he's eating one of the cookies on the table. You know how there's always, like, cookies in yeah. tea or something like that? He's eating one of the cookies. He walks... Uh, Chris Hansen walks in, and then he takes, like, a huge swallow, like a cartoon character. Like, they should have added, like, a gulp, like, a fucking... That noise. And he goes, see, I knew this was a setup. And Chris Hansen has such balls when he, when he like, comes at these dudes. He's like, oh, you did! Like, patronizing the shit out of them. <laughs> well, How it's because... It's because he, he's untouchable. I know he is, but it's so funny. I fucking love Chris. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, come on. Put your fucking hands right. on me. <laughs> Surrounded by fucking police. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. It's like, you, yeah. you won't make two fucking steps <laughs> towards me before you get tased. You get tackled by a bush. Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> it's, it's doing the ghillie suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, asked him his last name. Yeah, I don't have a last name. And when he says that, he like shows all his upper teeth very weirdly. It's just so, uh, so great. It's the best clip ever from the best episode ever. So, yeah, oh, shit. Somebody sent that to me, and I, I had to play it because it's, it's so funny. Um, but, yeah, other than wrestling, I, did, I didn't I did watch another thing, but I listened to a new thing. Okay. Uh, Tom Segura has a podcast with his wife. Okay. Called Your Mom's House. Okay. Uh, his wife is a, is a fellow comedian, Christina Pajitsky. Uh, and, uh... So they just have they they're super like I looked at, I just subscribed to it and they're on like episode four hundred and something so they've been doing it for a fucking long time apparently holy shit uh, but 
I just subscribed, and last week's episode they had Bill Burr on. So the episode, the podcast are like two hours long, and they talked to Bill Burr, and then I, I uh, it's just fucking hilarious because Tom Segura, his wife's funny too, she's a comedian, and then Bill Burr's fucking hilarious. So it was just a hilarious. That's that's amazing. And then uh, uh, I listened, I just listened today to this week's episode, and they had Mark Marin on. So another fucking hilarious dude. So with hilarious conversations. So. It's a solid podcast. If you want to check out like another, I, I will have to. I will definitely have to look yeah, into this. Another comedian's podcast. It's called Your Mom's House Podcast. All right, it's pretty funny. Uh, but other than that, we can get into some wrestling. At the same time, he gets fucked up, buddy. Yeah, he never gets it right. Uh, alright, um, so, the only note I have, I, I didn't take notes of any of the matches and stuff like that, I just watched, watched it last night, but, uh, one of the things I forgot to mention last week, I don't think we ever brought up, is that, uh, Jonathan Coachman yes. to WWE as yes. the third man on the Raw, uh, commentary, uh, replacing Booker T, who they said was there temporarily a long time ago, and then he was just there for, like, fucking four months, I feel like. Maybe oh, yeah. Longer. He was there for a long time. And so I just assumed he was basically permanent now, but now they brought in uh, Jonathan Coachman coming back from uh, ESPN to, uh, to well, WWE. Pretty much what happened was there's real life beef with Corey Graves and Booker T. Oh shit! That's the reason why. Really? Yeah, oh do yeah. Do you know any specifics about like something that happened? Pretty much what it was was I don't know if it was one of the it might have been the Royal Rumble match. Really? Where. They were going back and forth, and Booker T would mess up something. Oh, they used to, they call him out all the time. And that's what it was. And, like, Corey Graves would call him yeah. out like, all the what time. What are you even talking about, Booker T? Are you paying attention to the match? Yeah. And, uh, what is it? I think there was one time that, uh, Booker T called Corey Graves, uh, Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, Corey Graves got pissed. <laughs> He was like, don't call me Michael Cole. That's a huge insult to me. <laughs> it is an insult. Michael Cole's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I guess he came out and said that if he sees Corey Graves on the street, it's on. Oh, my God. Like, it's real life. I like, see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you know he would just straight up just give him a straight axe kick. Uh, yeah. Coming right <laughs> off. Pick him up and give him a bookend. <laughs> Throw him over to, to Stevie Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps out of a car and does that fucking uh, uh, Harlem hangover. Yes. But, uh, yeah, supposedly that's real life. And it's, I guess it started getting really bad. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Uh, Ryan V and myself, we were watching, uh, I think it was something on Botchamania. Yeah. On uh, YouTube. Yeah. And or it might have been uh, What Culture. Okay. And I can't, I can't remember which one it was. But they were showing highlights of Corey Graves talking and Booker T just staring at him the whole time, not saying one word, yeah, yeah. just leering at him <laughs> and like waiting to like, you could see the chest and shoulders were going up. Like he wanted to hit him. I feel like Booker T has always hated Corey Graves. And I feel like I saw live the exact moment when it happened. Cause I remember this. It was like, it was probably like a year. It was well before Booker T was on commentary. Okay. Before Corey Graves was even the permanent, was even on commentary. I think for both the shows. Okay. Uh, it was, I think it was a, a pre-show, a kickoff panel for a pay-per-view like a year or two ago. All right. A year or a year and a half ago. And uh, Corey Graves, like, they're all talking, like, kayfabe-wise, obviously, on the kickoff show. And Corey Graves, like, referred to someone as, like, a, as like an ex-convict or something like that. And, like, basically saying that they were, like, pieces of shit because they were an ex-convict. And Booker T is apparently an ex-convict. And, uh, or, uh, yeah, I think he's, yeah, he said he will. Like, he said he's been to jail or something like that. And you could tell that it got real, real for a second there when he called out Corey Graves for saying that, like, people who have been to prison are pieces of shit. And I was like, oh, shit, Booker T's going to kill Corey Graves. And then all of a sudden he's on commentary and shit like that. But I guarantee you they never got along after that moment. Oh, probably. Yeah. But, but there was one that. thing that, um, what is it? He was talking about saying something about being in a tag team match or something like that. Or I, I can't remember what it had to it. But he was describing a tag team, and he was like, he was like, yeah, but you were in a tag team, and he goes, when? Booker T. Yeah. What the fuck? And it was like, dude, you were in Harlem Heat. You don't remember. How Everyone do you, remembers. Everyone remembers. 
Everyone remembers you calling Hulk Hogan a nigga. Yeah, everyone remembers that. You don't remember that either. You know who really remembers that? Mean, mean Gene. Who's Korean? So, Stevie Ray. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, we should go to commercial. Oh, Stevie Ray, what do you have to say? I don't even want to know. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't scream at me, all right? Yeah. Oh, God. Stevie Ray, what's with those giant bulging scars you have all over your body? <laughs> He had what looked like leeches stuck to him. Oh, he did. Oh, Oh, shit. uh, So, yeah, other than that, what actually happened in wrestling this week? Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, we had had Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Yes. Or, uh, who was it this time? This one was uh, The Miz versus Apollo Crews. Yes. And The Miz is now in the Chamber match. Right. Which he's uh, not going to win because he's not going to be at WrestleMania because that's what his babies do. Yes. So that's he's automatically out for Elimination Chamber. Exactly. Um, there was one other one, right? Because the sixth spot is open. Sixth spot is still because open. Because next week, the people who didn't make Roman Reigns spot, is in. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Right, right. So uh, next that storyline, as you said, is now unfolding. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, Roman Reigns is going to. He's in the Elimination Chamber. He's going to win the Elimination Chamber. He's going to go face Brock at WrestleMania. Vince's wet dream. Yep. These two golden boys besides John Cena in the in oh, WrestleMania. Yeah. But uh, so now they said for next week there's going to be like basically a second chance match for everyone who lost. It's yep. a middle four way between Finn Balor, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Apollo Crews. Yep. And the winner will get the final spot in the Elimination Chamber. So yes. there's still hope that maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe Finn will get in there. Maybe he'll win and he'll get his uh, shot back at the Universal title at WrestleMania. His first WrestleMania because he missed it last year due to injury. Yep. Uh, even though uh, he was healthy at that point but they didn't have anything to like put him in because he no. was gone for so long um but uh yeah so I hope I hope something like that plays out I hope Finn at least gets in the match because I want to oh absolutely I think it would be great for him to I be in like, there I, like it, it seems like he's gonna fucking win that match because Apollo Crews ain't gonna fucking be in the elimination chamber no nope. one gives a fuck about him Bray Wyatt already did yeah, and Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are both in that match, and they already have this rivalry that hasn't even paid off yet. Yeah, and they're still going back and forth with one another. So, so obviously, I, they're gonna have they'll probably have their own singles match. It's probably it's, it's probably gonna be Bray Wyatt. No, not Bray. Excuse me, Finn Balor versus Apollo Cruz for the last spot in Elimination Chamber. Well, no, it's gonna be a fatal four way match. Oh, it's a fatal four way. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, two singles matches. No, I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's fatal four way. Then we obviously all know that Finn Balor is gonna win. Right, and. Uh, uh, yeah, because Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, they have their own thing going on. They'll and probably just have a match on the kickoff show or on the limited chamber itself yeah. for their, their little feud. Um, uh, what else was there? Oh, they had a match to determine who would enter last in the Elimination Chamber? Yep, it was Braun Strowman, John Cena, and uh, Elias. Elias. And I've kind of been digging Elias. I love Elias. He's great. He is. He's such an asshole to yes. the whole crowd. I love it. I, when he sits out there and he's about to play his song and he tells everyone to shut their mouths and he yep. just proceeds to talk shit about like old school, like that's some old school heel shit. Oh, it is. Like, whatever city you're in, you insult everyone there. The city's a piece of shit. Everyone there is a dumb hick. Oh, yeah. Like he does that solid old heel gimmick and yep. it's great. I love it. I just love how it's like bringing it back. Yeah. So, um, but I, he, I he, he won the last spot. Yeah. I don't, um, like, I don't think he's going to win Elimination Chamber, but no. I'm glad to see that he's at least risen to the level where he's going to be in the main event of the Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. Well, the women's one will, might, will probably be the main, the main event. It will be. Either way, he's in the men's Elimination Chamber. Speaking of that, uh, Alexa Bliss threw a huge fit about it. Yes. Saying that, the why is her title on the line and not Brock Lesnar's title? Sense. And I did think about that, and I was like, son of a bitch. Is he the sixth spot? Right. That's what I was thinking. I, I would have. That would have been not, like other than Finn not being not having a chance to be in the match at that point. I would have liked that because fuck, bro, I want him to lose the title as soon as, oh, absolutely. as possible. Like I don't even want him to be in the main event of WrestleMania. No. Which that's another thing that like WWE lied about again because when the Men's Royal Rumble happened at the Royal Rumble, they showed like the list of the rules on the screen. The winner of the Men's Royal Rumble. Gets a shot at the championship of their choosing in the main event of WrestleMania. Yes. But now all of a sudden, Shinsuke is facing AJ, AJ Styles, and now whoever wins the Elimination Chamber is facing Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania. Yes. So I don't even know why they bothered to say that. Exactly. Because even at the end of the Royal Rumble, Shinsuke was asked, Who are you going to right. face? And obviously they knew way ahead of time, so why even say main event if you're not going to make it the main event? Exactly. Same thing happened last year. Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Owens' title match wasn't in the main event of WrestleMania. No. It was the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match. Yeah. And that was still not a great match. No. Uh, but, um, like I said, I remember Alexa Bliss throwing a huge tantrum about it. 
Um, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus The Bar. Yeah. And that was their last chance to go up for the tag titles. Right. Because Jason Jordan uh, hurt his neck while stretching. Apparently, he actually did go out for surgery the day after. Did he really? It's a real neck injury. Wow. Like, I guess the reason why he was sitting down on the stairs at the Royal Rumble was because he supposedly got real fucking dizzy. Oh, wow. And could not, like, go on. Apparently, there was something in his neck that was just causing him to be, like, real disoriented and... He couldn't see right or whatever. Yeah. And that kind of, I think they played up that storyline. Right. You know, it was kind of like off the cuff. Yeah. Where it was kind of like, you know, hey, he's not feeling good. We're not going to win the, we're going to lose the titles anyway. Right. So, but, yeah. But, um, so Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins were challenging for it. And the bar pretty much tried to walk out, which means they would have retained their titles anyway because of a count out. So Jason Jordan's trying to push them back into the ring. Cesaro takes a swing at him. He hits Cesaro. Yep. Match is now over, but it's but by disqualification. Yep. So, you know, the look on Rollins' face <laughs> was pure like, what the fuck? Right. So I, I don't know where they're going to go with this storyline now because... Yeah, Jason Jordan being gone and Dean Ambrose not going to be back for... Like probably like what four months still maybe longer. Probably they said he's, he's up nine months. Gone yeah, he's up, to, up out up to nine months. Yeah, so he's only been gone for three, two, two, three. two months. Yeah. So he's got. I don't know what because he he months. he went out in December. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two two and a half months. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but I the thing that I feel, and this is just me speculating, I think what's going to happen is obviously you're going to have Roman Reigns. Go for the universal title. Yeah. And I feel, this is me saying it, mm-hmm. you're going to see Seth Rollins go for the IC title. So yeah. he so he can become a Grand Slam champion. Yeah. I feel that that's kind of what they're going to do because Roman Reigns has already faced the Miz three separate times. Yeah. Is it two or three for, the, for three. the IC title? I think it's three. I think it's three. Yeah. You know, so you got three separate occasions. That he's faced for the IC title and lost. Yeah. Whether it be by interference or count out or whatever. He's lost. Yeah. So I, f- that's, I feel that's the only road that they can go down. You know, they don't have any other fucking titles. Yeah. You know, unless they start bringing the uh, the UK championship in. and Which I thought they were going to do at one point. But then, like, when, once Johnny Gargano uh, challenged for it. I thought it was gonna bring. I thought it was gonna be like the IC title of NXT at least. Yes. But that didn't even happen. It's no. Still nowhere to be seen. No, because Pete Dunne still has it, and there's been no word on it. And they don't have their own show like I thought they were gonna make. That's what I the, thought with the UK people, but I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be a solid like IC title for NXT. Oh, absolutely. They don't have a mid card title. They just have tag team, women's, men's. Yeah. And they got like. They got plenty of roster. Like. And I feel that that would be a good mid-card title. Yeah. Plus, the other thing was, I and I, I think because I've been noticing this more with NXT, is they've been doing a lot more extreme rules match. Yeah. They need to make the hardcore title That's more exactly. relevant again. Yeah, that would be, that would be the place change, to bring it back, would be NXT. Change the name. Yeah. Make it an extreme rules yeah. title. Right. Or, you know... I don't know. If I, if I can come up with a name for it. You do a Ex- TLC title that's only competed in TLC matches. Yes. That'd be fun. You know, something like that where it's like an Extreme Rules belt, a TLC belt. Have something where it's more relevant. Right. And throw in something else so like people can start watching NXT a little bit more. Start bringing the hype up for that. Right. You know, because I like the only people I know that watch NXT are you, Ryan V, and myself. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like any other re- any other person I talk to that comes in the studio and they're like, oh, you watch wrestling? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. You, I'm like, hey, do you watch NXT? No. And it's like, no, NXT good is, it's pretty goddamn good because I remember you talking about all the time and I was like, okay, it's a bunch of fucking no-name people, right. which it kind of is. Yeah, right. But it makes it better that way. Once you get to know no-name guys and then they show up on the main roster, it's a glorious moment. It's glorious. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens, man. You know, yeah. I uh, like I said, I, I feel that they should definitely make the UK title a little more relevant than what it is. Because yeah. like, like you, you said it best when Johnny Gargano was going up against Pete Dunne. I was like, he's going to win it. Right. 
and we're gonna. It's not gonna be just a UK, you know, championship. Kind of like the old European championship used to be. Yes. Just another mid card title. And that's what it is. Like I feel that that should be more relevant. Yeah. You know, instead of just like, well, Pete Dunne still has the title. Right. Pete Dunne's had it for almost a year now. Yeah, I know. And he doesn't. <laughs> excuse me. They do like. <coughs> they'll have like a random. There'll be a random match on a week episode of NXT like. Yeah. Once every three months or something like that. And then, like, it'll just be like they choose the contender out, like, seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah, out of a hat. Yeah. Because the whole thing with uh, Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano, I was like, they don't have a rivalry. Right, yeah. They've never, you've never even seen them on the same screen together. No. And then, like, they, they put on a hell of a match. Yeah, it was a great match. That was a great match. Pete Dunne puts on great matches. Johnny Gargano puts on amazing matches. Oh, yeah. Like, was, I, I assumed, great. like, once he put him into, like, the Garg- uh, Gargano escape. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. Like, some of the, like, he was running off the edge of the rope. Landed in the Gargano escape, and I was like, "That's it." it yeah. I was like, "This is it." Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Pete so. Dunne and uh, Tyler Bate, the original champion, they put yes. on amazing matches too. Yeah, oh, absolutely! Really Fucking must, mustache 20, mountain. Twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was nineteen when he won it. Yes, he. Uh, that is true. Um, so. Moving yeah. on to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, SmackDown was horrible this week. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Of, the only good news I got out of SmackDown this week. Dolph Ziggler returns next week. Yes. Baron Corbin. Yes, exactly. Well, well, that should be a decent match at least. Yes. Uh, but that's for next week. Uh, yeah. There week. was literally nothing going on. Like that, they had like they have these weird new segments where it's like Ask the New Day. Like oh, I was yeah. like, what the yeah, fuck is were, this? They were like on Twitter. Yeah. On yeah. Twitter the whole time that was weird. And they like slapping pancakes against each other's faces and yes. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like I'm like, is this is SmackDown becoming a joke now? Yeah. Like, this whole rivalry with fucking Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and it's AJ... It's gone way too long. It's gone on longer than way too long. Right. Like, their whole teaming up, that should be in the fucking tag division. Right. Like, you have no reason... Or it should be like, uh, it should be like when Kevin Owens was with Chris Jericho, where Kevin Owens was like the real star, he was the universal champion. Yes. And Sami Zayn's just a little sidekick. But now they're trying to make them like equals? Yeah. It's weird. You know, they're trying to make each other... They're trying to break the team up, but at the same time, Daniel Bryan really likes both of them. Yeah. You know, and now there's going to be, what, a triple threat match yeah, at Fastlane? For the, for the championship, yeah. So technically, that's a handicap match all over again. Basically. Yeah, unless they, it breaks down early and they stop yeah. fighting each other. Right what away. mentally challenged fucks are in the back that are writing this shit? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, you know, I, the top 10 list thing, that was completely pointless and dumb. And all it was was just top 10 wrestlers in SmackDown. Right, and it was just like a complete filler segment that just took up 10 minutes for no reason. It, yeah. It was so weird. Like, I don't even know why they had it. Yeah. But nothing came of it. Yeah, and like, I'm surprised they didn't do it again this week when the Usos were out and they were like, Lockdown! You yeah. see the fucking cell? Yeah, well, at least... Uh, didn't they have like someone that was doing, not commentary, but they were doing their skit... And, like, words were coming up on the screen. Yeah, it was, uh, wasn't that Usos? I don't think so. Yeah, it was someone, though. I don't remember Some, I think it was someone. I don't know if, I know the Usos were last week. Right, yeah. But someone this week, I can't remember who it was. But, like, words are popping up on the screen. Like, it's a fucking PBS special. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? This is not what I signed up for. Hoping that the Bludgeon Brothers will at least have a meaningful dude, match coming up soon because they had another squash match. Dude, it wasn't even a squash match. It was a Botchamania match. Yeah. Like, did you see the end? They have one finishing move, and he's like spinning the guy around two or three times, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you guys, you have one finishing move. Right, yeah. It's a double crucifix. Yeah. That's it. I know. Like, this isn't hard. Both of you guys are like 6'11". Yeah. They were throwing around like 150 pound, five foot two dudes. Yeah. And for like the tenth time, no name indie guys that they nope. just bring for a squash match. Yeah. And then you but see. Finally, the Usos came out afterwards. So I was like, oh, well, we finally gonna get something. And then you out. see them walk around them. Right. And it was one of those things where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like they gotta if if the Bludgeon Brothers like become somewhat like the Authors of Pain, like we said last week of yes, the, like but like they can, will never become that until they face a real a real team. Yes. So like they gotta. Shit or get off the pot with these fucking dudes. Like, either have them stop wrestling and just break them up, or fucking have them have a real goddamn match, because Swash Match, or, or the, squash the, match proves nothing. Well, the other thing is, you have them just as your fucking dark match fillers. Yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, well, this show's about three hours long. We'll record this, and we'll put this on main event. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, do shit like that. I don't want to see this garbage on TV. I like the Bludgeon Brothers. I like the gimmick. I like the look. Yeah. You know, it's these two dark... 
woodsy Viking looking dudes, yeah. like very occult looking. Eric Rowan has the deepest voice I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh yeah, it was terrifying. Was a, <laughs> 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 I was like, holy shit! Like, because he never talked to the Wyatt family. The first time I heard him talking on the Bludgeon Brothers promo, yes, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he, has, like, he has like a devil voice monitor. <laughs> but yeah, like I agree with you. It's shit or get off the pot. Yeah, because like if you're gonna make these guys a dominant like style, like, uh, what is it? Um, you just said it. AOP. Authors of Pain. Uh, who else? Um, uh, like Killian Dane and Sanity. Like, yes. Uh, I'm thinking of older tag teams. Oh, like Legion of Doom. Thank you, Legion of Doom. Road Warriors. Like something like that. If you're gonna have these big characters, yes. You know, if you're gonna have that, have it. You know, don't just throw these guys in a ring with a bunch of squash match fucking guys. Even uh, Monday Night Raw, Nia Jax. Yeah. She goes up against some random girl who's like 16 years old. Right, yeah. You know, and they throw her in the ring with this champion, not even champion, but championship level athlete. Yeah. And this woman is just beating the shit out of her. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why am I watching this? Yeah. New Japan, I want to I want to get a subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they're speaking... Ingot language the whole time. Or... <laughs> uh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I was trying to think. Uh, angel. Uh, angel, yeah. Puerto Rican My little Vietnamese angel. <laughs> I'm saying, if he, was, if he was actually named Angel, the first time I met him, I would just assume he was like Puerto Rican. Like Guatemalan or something like that. His dad looks Guatemalan. <laughs> Who's that is from Vietnam? The Squad <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, the main event of SmackDown was the uh, match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to determine who was going to face AJ Styles, and then AJ Styles ended up beating the shit out of both of them. So yeah. now it's triple threat, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. You know, it's, there's, there was nothing relevant going on. And I think the first 20 minutes, half hour of the show, I remember sitting there watching it with Ryan, and I was like, this is it. Right. It's Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon talking in the ring. And then it's Charlotte Flair coming out and it's some squash match or whatever. And it's just like, what is this? Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, bring back some of the fucking awesome storylines from the nineties. Yeah. You know, bring back, like uh, make a new faction. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of women now. Right. Like have some of the other women go up against the riot squad, have them make their own group right. to go up against them. Yeah. That's the thing. They never had, like there's only ever one, not the welcoming committee. Yeah. There's only ever one actual solid faction of women like the riot squad right now. And then whenever they face faces, it's just like a, like a cobbled together group of random faces that are like friends behind the scenes, but there's yeah. never like a rival faction. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, it wasn't like the old days when you'd have like Degeneration X go up against like, Nation of Domination. Yeah. You know, where, like, you have these two huge factions that want to fight each other. Right. You know, it's just Riot Squad and uh, Absolution. Which Absolution doesn't even exist anymore. No, because Paige is on the fucking shelf until further notice. I don't think she's ever going to wrestle again. I've also heard that as well. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that they want to put her in more of, like, a management role. Yeah. Kind of like a Paul Heyman style. Yeah. Where she's just... Accompanying um, Mandy Rose and who's the other chick? Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Yeah. They want to accompany both of those to the ring. Yeah. You know, and I mean, hey, if that's what she wants to do and that's how she's going to stay a part of the company, whatever. Yeah. But you need to throw in a third person if you're going to have that eventually come up at a pay per view when it's two teams versus each other. You're going to have. These three versus these three. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's too much wrestling. I'm all out of breath. I need to lose some weight. <laughs> so, what? Elimination Chamber's two weeks away? Yes. Still. And then Fastlane's two weeks after that. Yep. Um, so, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But not a super eventful week, especially on SmackDown this week. No. Uh, we're basically just finding out what's happening in the Men's Elimination Chamber still. Yes. And then, like, we will... It'll be final as of next week. And then we'll have one just dead shitty week leading up to Elimination Chamber. Exactly. We'll um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna skip right past reading because neither of us know how to read, and we'll go into video games. Uh, 
same game I talked about last week that I had just gotten that was new, Monster Hunter World. Uh, I've put probably close to 20 hours into it so far. Um, still really, really enjoying it. I just love, like, the sense of progression and stuff like that. Getting, like, constantly working towards new armor and, like, your little cat uh, companion there keeps, like, leveling up with you and getting, like, uh, different uses for their gadget, the one mine has right now. What, are you now. part of the Red Lantern Corps? Yeah. <laughs> are you Atrocitus? Yeah. I is, that, is that what it is? Atro- yeah. <laughs> you Atrocitus and you have the cat with you? Yeah, what the fuck's the cat? Dexter. Uh, Dexter. Yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, the gadget that I have mine using right now is called a Vigor Wasp, uh, Vigor Wasp Spray. So, like, randomly when you're fighting a monster, like, he'll, like, send out this little, like, bug that'll, like, explode on you and heal you. And then, like, now that I've upgraded it to, like, level 7 or something like that, he, like, not only does he, like, fly one over to me and heal me, he'll also drop, like, one that just stays stationary during a fight. So when I need to, I can run up to it and heal myself. And then, also, I have the ability to call him to come heal me at, like, a certain point with, like, a a 5-minute cooldown or something like that until you can use it again. Um, But, yeah, just keep going through, fighting more and more monsters and getting carving their parts and then making clothes out of them. All right. Just like in real life. Um, and then uh, the only other game I played was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on 3DS because... A lot of monsters. Uh, yeah, I was like... Uh, I was just in hey, you watch Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, you like monsters. <laughs> I know you don't like motorcycles. How do you feel about monsters? <laughs> uh, a lot of people keep asking me if I ride. <laughs> yeah. I had that happen earlier today. Yeah. It was just something of... <laughs> I, I was uh, I was out getting food and there was just some girl that was like, "Hey, you ride? No, you look like you ride. I look like a lot of things. <laughs> that that fucks them up when yeah. you just say random it's shit. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> what, what does he mean? <laughs> it's like I like fucking with people when I go to like the you know, grocery store or a department store or something. The first thing they go, "Hi, how are you?" And I go, "I'm not unwell, thank you." <laughs> how are you? Oh, I just found out I have terminal cancer. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I don't yeah. know where that went. It went to a very dark corner just yeah. now. <laughs> uh, so I played uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate just because I wanted to play more Monster Hunter, but I was already in bed watching TV like on Saturday night or something like that. So I just broke out my 3DS and uh, started playing some Monster Hunter 4. Um, but yeah, that's the only, those are the only things I played. All right. So not much else to talk about. You got a miscellaneous happening? I actually do. All right. Shock the system. Uh, I haven't done one of these in a while. I'm not miscellaneous happenings, but what I'm about to talk about. Yep. Silly, silly tattoo customers. Always, always a just it's, absolute it is. ground to make fun of. It is. It's some of probably the best ground to work off of. <laughs> um, so a couple days ago, obviously, we can't use people's real names. Yep. So that is negated from this. But... Um, Andrew, you know, I've tattooed you before. Yeah. I've tattooed your fiance. Yeah. Uh, I tattooed everybody. Yes. Well, not everybody. That just sounds weird to say. Yeah. Everybody. I tattooed the world. <laughs> but I've tattooed a lot of people yeah. over my years. And you know I'm very thorough with my aftercare. Yes. You know, very one of the very first times I bandaged you uh, using, like, the more up-to-date systems. Yeah. I went very thorough with that. I was like, this is what you want to do. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I go from top to bottom. I give this girl the same spiel that I give everybody. She goes, okay. She pays me. Give her the aftercare. We downsized everything to a business card size aftercare. So you don't have this big fucking sheet that you got to walk around with. Business card right in the wallet. There you go. She messages me yesterday. So, I ripped off the bandage as hard as possible and I'm in serious pain. (laughs) That that had nothing to do with that. It's just out of nowhere. I get this message. So I just realized I don't have antibacterial soap. What can what else can I use? Crying face, crying face. And I was like, okay. okay. I think the best thing that you could this is, this is verbatim. This is everything back and forth. 
I think the best thing that you could do is go to the store and pick some up. No shit. This is not hard. Did you go to prison immediately? Upon yeah. yeah. Did, did you not just pay for a tattoo? Did I strap you that hard for cash? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm being nice. I said, I think it's the best thing for the healing process. What kind should I get? Any any specific brands? Yeah. I told you this before. It could be Dial. It could be Target brand. Yeah. Walgreens, Rite Aid. Yeah. There's no more Rite Aids, are there? Walgreens yeah. bought them out. Did they? Yeah. Oh, there was a Rite Aid in the South End. I haven't been down that way recently, but there was a Rite Aid there. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one next to Barry's Liquors. That there is. They might be changing soon. But there's a Walgreens like right down the street, so if it changes to Walgreens, that'd be fucking crazy. Because there's one, like a block away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she asked if there's any specific brands. I said you can get Dial, you can get Store Brand, just as long as it's antibacterial and fragrance-free. She goes, okay, got it. Give it a little thumbs-up emoji. Yeah. It's kind of the nice way of just saying... There you go, dummy. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> or fuck off. <laughs> so about maybe half hour or so later, yep. she goes, I've applied the cream, Redemption, the ointment. I've applied the cream. <laughs> Just going to report success. I've applied the cream. <laughs> so she goes, I've applied the cream. I let it air dry for 10 minutes, correct? She's like backtracking and crossing steps at once. Yeah. It's... Wash it, pat it dry with a paper towel, air dry. 10 to 15 apply minutes. I applied the cream. I applied the cream. Now I must air dry. <laughs> now I'm just getting fucking frustrated. So I, I immediately ask a question Do you have the aftercare card I gave you? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was your business guy. I threw it in the trash. Yeah. She says, I do, but I wasn't, sh- I wasn't sure. If I can put something on or just let it be exposed for a bit. That's completely up to you. You want to walk around your underwear? Walk around your underwear. You want to walk around naked? I don't care. You know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Wait, so she was going to like put like the stuff on and then reapply a, a new bandage? No, no. She was like putting on the stuff yeah. and she didn't know if she could physically put clothes on oh, over it. Oh. And it was one of those things where I'm like, it's... It's not going anywhere. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever you want. The shit was injected into your skin. Yeah, you know, you walk around topless. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? So, so after she said that, you know, she said you didn't know if she could let it be exposed for a bit. I just finally reiterated, please read the aftercare card. <laughs> Those instructions will give you the best healing process. Yes. I've heard no response back. She's going to respond back like a week later. Do you have those cards with pictures? <laughs> only pictures. <laughs> and I want to let you know, I've applied the cream. I've applied the cream successfully numerous times upon reaching the homestead. I did not wash in between, just kept reapplying. I'm caking on layers and layers of the cream. <laughs> I am beginning to look like a candle person. I don't know why that reminds me of Seinfeld. Where was it? Her Wiz? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Like, oh hello! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I applied the cream. I applied the cream. Oh god, people are goddamn retarded. Uh, and this is why we name episodes after certain things like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, before I forget, this episode is called "I've Applied the Cream." <laughs> Otherwise, I, if I don't make a note of it, I will forget. People are going to look at it and they're going to go, I've applied the cream. <laughs> then they're going to get to the end of what we're doing right now. And they're going right. to be like, is this what they do? <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what we do. <laughs> we apply that cream. We do. All right. Uh, let's get to our wrap-up then. All right. <laughs> let's not get to our wrap-up because we don't have a wrap-up lined up. Got to get those hot tunes all set up. Or you just replay the To Catch a Predator guy. That's pretty. That's what I'm going to fall asleep to every night for the next couple months. Just so I can get sufficiently aroused and then try to roll over onto my stomach and crack my penis. You know, as one does when they go to bed. <laughs> just get that nice lizard face in my brain.
Alright, so as always, you can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, where you can uh, rate and review us. Uh, you can get them on any podcast app, or you can stream or download them from our website, nerdinput.com. You can uh, follow us on Snapchat and Instagram at Nerdinput Podcast, and you can email us at podcast at nerdinput.com. That's it. See ya!